You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. For Panther fans who want to keep pounding. For the ones who want an inside look at the vault. This is this this is views from Midstream. Now, here's your host, Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. All right, the Views from Midstreet podcast rolls on. Rob Brown, Lonzo Reitzel. If it is your first time listening to the pod, do us a favor. Hit that subscribe button wherever you got your podcast from, whether it is on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Apple iTunes, or for free on the Odyssey app. Make sure that you have liked the pod. Make sure that you are following the pod. And make sure that you have turned on your notifications so you know every time one of our pod goes live, we drop three Every week, we do a Monday recap pod, a Wednesday midweek pod where we take a look at transactions and injuries and pressers and decisions, etc. And then we do a Friday preview pod, which, of course, is what you are listening to right this very second. So we talked about this on the show this week, Lonzo. If I asked you to tell me what a successful Sunday looks like for Baker Mayfield. What's your answer? What's a successful weekend look like for Baker Mayfield? A weekend that we come in here on Monday and we go, damn Baker look good. Uh, I'm going to say like 18 out of 30 completions, no interceptions, and two touchdowns. 18 completions. Do you think we throw the ball that much? I do. And here's the reason why. Because I Everyone knows now that Carolina is a running team. So they're going to stack that box. There's going to be some openings. There's going to be some openings that P.J. Walker could not hit that Baker can. Again, we saw that against Cincinnati, that those that those uh, passes were open and Baker was actually being consistent and hitting them. Whatever it was at the beginning of the season, probably, uh, let's say, uh, Matt Rule, he was struggling with some things. And we have yelled and screamed from the highest mountain, the highest peak that we would love to see Baker in this situation. Who? Who? Baker! Thank you. I was trying to save my voice a little bit because I, I might I be doing that, that a few more well, times. Long, long weekend upcoming, I get yeah, it. Yeah. So uh, we, we, we were pleading to see Baker under Steve Wilkes, unrestrained, not having to deal with the one of us mentality and see what he can do. And now we're going to see it. O-O-U. Yes. Now we're going to see it. So I, I have confidence in him that we're going to get that we're going to get the dog out there and not whatever that was the first couple games. <laughs> see, I, 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 I don't see I don't see us throw. Let me phrase that. I am hoping we're not going to throw the ball so many times that Baker. What, can if, it's o- what if it's open, though? I mean, if it's open. I will be. Uh, let's start with the first response to that is I will be stunned. 
I will be stunned. How will Baltimore play Carolina? Aggressive up front. Right. Trying to get back there. Now, again, strength of the Ravens matches up with the strength of the Panthers. The offensive line is being good, very good. Uh, Bradley Bozeman has been doing an excellent job at center. Icky continues to impress us at the left tackle. Those growing pains seem to be all but over at this point. The offensive line is the integral unit in this matchup, right? Like they are so good across the front. This is easily going to be not the biggest challenge that the Panthers offensive line has faced. It is going to be the biggest challenge the Panthers offensive line will face all year. There is not another defensive line in football, another front seven in football that is as good right now. Uh, as Baltimore, they run a base three, four with Matabuke on the left end, Calias Campbell, the former Jacksonville, all pro guy on the right, Travis Jones in the middle, who has been uh, very, very good. Then across the linebacker position, Jason Pierre Paul stands up, plays an outside backer that walks up to the line. You know who he is. Roquan Smith coming over from Chicago is is arguably the best uh, inside linebacker in the National Football League. Patrick Queen, the former LSU Tiger, playing the inside back, who is a fantastic pass coverage player. And then Justin Houston, who absolutely teed off on the New Orleans Saints in their last game uh, last Monday. This team has the best linebacker core in football. They have one of the best defensive lines, even in a three-man front in football. They are going to bring a lot from a lot of different positions. The the, the big test here is not just the physical test of matching up with what they put uh, across a 3-4 defense with a walked-up linebacker that alternates from one side uh, or the other with Pierre Paul and with Houston alternating on both sides. The scary part about this defense is that they will show you pressure, disguise it, bring it from somewhere else, and go absolutely bananas on you, bringing different looks, different blitzes, different stunts, different twists. And it is a big ask, especially from young offensive linemen like Icky, who, again, has been doing a stellar job, but is not seeing the physicality that the Ravens will bring across the front and has not seen what I think will be the most creative looks out of a front seven that is very good that we have seen likely like we will out of the Baltimore Ravens. If the offensive line grades out exceptionally well, then I could see us maybe throwing it 23 times, 24 times. And if Baker has a great day, 18 completions is up there. But like I mentioned, I am looking for like 18 to 20 pass attempts in total. Run this ball. Run it around them. Uh, Send Deontay Foreman right up. Find which side of the offensive line. If they don't put Travis Jones heads up on the center, if they play him shaded at the eye position either direction, run to the other side. Make those linebackers move. Make them work. And then try to curl a couple of tight end passes or a couple of inside routes up behind him. But Baker's not going to have a ton of time to get rid of the football, which makes precise throws quick throws and accurate throws at an absolute premium. I think the other thing is, is you've got to look at uh, screens. You got to look at slot uh, receivers coming across the middle. You got, there, there are a lot of things that they can do to negate the, or take advantage of that aggressive pass rush. 
I, it's one thing to say, here's how you do it, and it's another thing to do it. I get it. But I think the Panthers have an offensive line that could successfully take care of that. And I'm not saying not to run the ball. You need to, You are a running team. You've got to try to run the ball. But it's not going to be as effective, probably, as it has been. But I'm not saying abandon it. You got you got to come out and you got to be trying to run. But if it's not successful, there should be some things open up for you. And he's not going to be afraid to throw the ball. No, Baker ain't afraid to do a damn thing. Let's call a spade a spade on that one. Baker's not afraid of anything in this one. And I suspect that, especially knowing with Sam Darnold now as the number two and with PJ out for a couple of weeks and with the fact, and I wanted to bring this up as well, and this seems like as appropriate a place for it as anywhere else, uh, Steve Wilkes in his press conference earlier this week said that one of his goals this week is to, quote, get Sam Darnold some opportunities, right? PJ's unavailable. Sam gets the number two. Baker's going to be QB1. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Darnold said, quote, I feel really good right now. Obviously still have to do the right things to make sure it stays healthy, but I feel really good right now. I ran around a little bit on Thursday night before the game. It felt really good then. I think that was when I was like, okay, I should be good by this next week. Sure enough, today it felt really good. When told about those comments, Steve Wilkes said, well, quote, well, I think it's just trying to pick and choose the flow of the game. Something that I mentioned to those guys the other day with Baker, if it happens, just giving him warning that I'm not pulling you. I just want to be able to get Sam some opportunities because the first time that he goes in there, I don't want it to be the first time he's played this season. I want to be able to get him acclimated a little bit to the speed of of the game and when he said by the time he goes in there he means if he ends up having to to get some starting reps down the line he doesn't want a starting role to be his first action of the year but Wilk said I'm interested in winning the game whatever it takes to win the game it's not pay $250 and you get to play we'll see exactly how it goes this week and quote so Steve is going to be looking for the opportunity to get Sam Darnold in not as a as a replacement for Baker, but just to get him some reps in case he does get called or pressed into starting duty later on in the season. But you got to wonder what, if any, impact that does have on Baker Mayfield. Is he looking over his shoulder and going, okay, if I blow it, he wants to give Sam some opportunities? Or is this the type of mentality where Baker looks and goes, you know what? I'm going to go prove this is my damn job and I'm going to go to prove ain't nobody taking it from me. And you see Baker get a little more aggressive, get a little more over the top, push a little bit harder to make things happen. I honestly don't know which response we get out of Baker because I don't think Baker has faced this scenario before. You know, far be it from me to be that uh, conspiracy guy. Cause you know, I'm not, I'm not that conspiracy guy, but uh if you if you listen closely and you look a little deeper, you could almost believe that Wilkes is looking for a reason to pull Baker to get. I mean, I mean, 
this is weird. Him saying well, we're looking for a way to get to to get Sam Darnold in there. Why? Why are you looking for a reason? So, so what you're saying is you don't have confidence in the guy who's going in there, and that you want to make sure that you get the other guy ready for when that guy doesn't do what you believe he's not going to do. I, it just it just doesn't sound right. It doesn't. I mean, not for an NFL team. For a college team, I get it. But for an NFL team, that's you don't think that's kind of unusual. This is probably the first time, sincerely, that I feel like you have a more negative outlook on it than I do. Uh, I, I don't. I, I truly do believe. I mean, you got to think about it. Baker has been back for two games. He, for whatever reason, and again, maybe initially it was for the tankathon. Uh, maybe it was because he was slow getting back into 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 form, whatever. For whatever reason, the last few weeks, including what we expected to be this week until the injury to PJ happened, Baker had not done enough to win over the starting job to get that starting job back from Steve Wilkes. Now he has it. Uh, the realization that Baker coming off of an injury, I mean, a player coming back from an injury increased likelihood they get injured again, right? And and I think he absolutely has a very valid strategy here in let's not create a situation where if Baker does go down and we got to give Sam some time as a starter, it's his first game back. Like, let's work him into games here and there. And again, I, I know that you don't want to hear it when we're still mathematically involved in, in divisional contention here. But at the end of the day, though, we're playing with house money right now, yeah, right? But I, I get that way of thinking with P.J. Walker because he didn't have a lot of starting experience. But Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold have both been starters for years in this league. It, it's not like Sam Darnold's a rookie and you want to get him in there and see what he can do. It just, it just seems more like you're looking for a reason to pull Baker to get Sam in there. So just start Sam. Because if Sam if Sam was in there, if Sam Darnold was in there starting, would he say the same thing about working Baker in? I'm not so sure he would. I don't see. I I I'm gonna respectfully say I don't know where you're getting that from, right? Like just, he literally told you, and and I guess is the thing is is obviously the level at which you trust or distrust your head coach. Like I know he got under your skin with the trust the process stuff and we're not tanking stuff, but well, it's still, it's still, yeah, it's still, I get that. Yeah. But think about it. They came out and won the next game, right? I mean, they came out and played to win that Atlanta game and they did just that. Um, again, I still didn't agree with the, with the, with the starting of, of PJ Walker, but uh, he did what they said they were going to do. They were not going for the tank. They came out to win that game. They won that game. Uh, I, I, if I'm Baker, I'm ticked, and I'm thinking, what do I got to do to prove myself to this guy? Right, but again, Steve Wilkes didn't say we are looking for a reason to play Sam Darnold because we think that Baker's not going to get it done. He said, right, because he, he could, he couldn't say that. We are looking for a reason to get. If he would have said it this way, would it matter? If he'd have said, we want to get Sam some reps. We're not looking right. He literally said, I'm not looking to pull Baker. If he would have phrased it as, we're looking to get Sam some reps. Would that have hit you the same way? Because because no. that that's what it sounds like no, to no, me is no. we want to get him some it's, reps. It is about wording. It absolutely is about wording. If he said, "Hey, we," you know, if the situation arises where, I mean, no, no, he would have to say, "Hey, we plan on getting Sam some reps in this game." But but the other thing is, you could also look at it like he's saying, "Hey, we're going to lose this game, so we're going to try to try to play everybody." I, I mean, there's just so many ways 
to to read this thing. I'm just I just I'm not happy with it. I uh, I I it's it just doesn't hit me that way. It doesn't. That's not what it feels like to me. To me, it feels like hey, listen, here's the deal. We got a we got a quarterback starting that is just coming off of injury. We got a quarterback starting that uh you know is is it's his first PT since Cincinnati. Uh, which was the only PT he's had since his injury a couple weeks before that. I want to make sure that my backup QB gets some reps just in case. If if Baker had been starting the whole time and had not dealt with an injury, right, and Sam Darnold came back this week and Sam was back at QB2 this week and he said it at that point, I'd be like, yeah, why though? Like why? Why would you want to get Sam reps when you got Baker right there? But that's not the case. Baker is coming off an injury. He has played less than one half of football since the injury. I think it's fair to want to make sure that QBT is in. Now, I I will tell you, I would certainly have a problem if Baker comes in and he's lighting up the scoreboard in the first quarter. If all of a sudden you're like, all right, Baker's seven of eight for 122 yards in a touchdown. And then Sam trots in. I'd be like, yeah, what the hell are we doing? Like, we're on a roll. Let's go with it. But if we're in a spot where we're down 14-17 early and we're very clearly playing a catch-up game, then XP matters more than statistics at that point. Baker Mayfield coming out and playing okay when you're down two or three touchdowns is a different scenario. Then I'm playing going, Bake, you're the starter, you're the guy, but statistically speaking, guys who get injured are more likely to get injured than players who have not yet been injured. I want to make sure Sam is ready just in case. I don't take this as, and maybe it's because I think Wilkes is the guy. Wilkes is the guy. One is the head coach next year. The Atlanta game kind of won me over. Maybe I'm just in a more optimistic place about Steve Wilkes as a head coach, but this is not under my crawl. Well, like I ju- I just, I'm just thinking of the history of the game and what knowledge I have of it, and I don't recall anyone ever saying it this way. I get it. I get it. It just, like I said, I, I maybe it's just me being a in Steve we trust kind of guy, but it is what it is to me.